Welcome to Gleaming the Tube, the podcast where Kevin and Mike watch a film in which somebody rides a skateboard at some point. Finally, a podcast where people talk about movies. Hello, Michael. Hello, Kevin. 2010's Nick and Tristan go mega daga tells a day in the life of two 10-year-old skateboarding twins. I looked into it, Mike, and somehow this movie was not sponsored by Ritalin. <laughs> it was I here here's a here's a weird twist. I, I I watched this movie and kind of enjoyed it. I like I immediately got right into the spirit of it. I was like, this is a low budget, kind of crappy movie where two kids just go on a rango tango devil may care skateboarding adventure. And I was fine with it. I I actually like put my phone down. It was like, all right, I'm going to watch this movie. And I watched it and it was great. Well, no, I'm sorry. Maybe ba- let me back up a little bit. It was, it was not great, but it was brisk. It was what? 77 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. But it really was it like I, at, at certain points I was like, wow, this really was, it seems like it, it's possible. This was written by two 10 year old boys. Like it had, it had a lot of the a lot of the machinations of like what a ten year old boy sort of like daydreams about, like being the skateboarding hero and saving the day and outsmarting the babysitter and yeah all the, yeah all the adults are affable idiots yes and there's like even like there was like a a cute girl but nobody really knew what to do with <laughs> like it was just like. They made googly eyes at each other and and uh, yeah, I uh, and they 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 arrive at the skate contest as heroes and it was great. Yeah, I, I two things I should note is um, this movie is rated G and it is very squarely pitched at sort of the pre-tween demographic. Oh, yeah. Like this, this is for this is for kids who are not up to the sophistication of iCarly yet. <laughs> Right, yeah, this is, this is, uh, what was the Skateboarding Monkey movie? MVP2 Most Vertical Primate. Yeah, this is, this is skewered younger than that movie. Yeah, pe- people who can't handle the complex themes <laughs> of MVP2 Most Vertical Primate can get their training wheels on and Nick and Tristan go mega dega. I, I mean, I have young children. Um, I, I have twins. The twins are six and I have a daughter who's eight and I watched this with them. And they all were fully on board. They thought they were laughing a lot. Yeah. Um, I will say, like, you know, because I have kids, I watch my share of kids' movies. And there are some kids' movies where, you know, they're really well-made stories. And, you know, as a parent, you can enjoy them. Like, Pixar, for a while, were really good at that. Um, You know, I watched Spirited Away with my kids last weekend and uh, i was reminded all over again like just how amazing that movie is on every conceivable level it's unreal (laughs) it's so good nick and tristan go mega dega is a movie i would unless i were if i weren't do a doing a podcast about movies (laughs) that involve skateboarding and b uh occasionally putting on movies that my children would enjoy like this would never have crossed my path 
oh yeah, I had never heard of it. I didn't know it existed. I I I enjoyed I well, all right, let's let's do some bullet points. There was a shitload of skateboarding in this movie, like more skateboarding than almost any other movie we've watched, even movies about skateboarding. They those two kids are on their goddamn skateboards in every frame of this movie. And what I enjoyed is that the two kids clearly did their own skating and they were like pretty good, but not like prodigies. I enjoyed that a good deal of the a good portion of the skateboarding that they were doing was actually more like what little kids actually are up to when they're out skateboarding. Like at some points, like that, you know, they were doing ollies and kickflips and 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 stuff like that. But they were also just like sitting on their skateboards and riding down a hill and and crashing into things and you know like. This at that point, I think for them, skateboard, you know, the skateboarding starts out as a toy and then it sort of turns into another whole thing. And I actually enjoyed that in this movie, the skateboard was as much a toy as it was, you know, a means of conveyance and, a, you know, sort of a lifestyle sport thing. But it was still squarely in the realm of a toy. And I actually really enjoyed that. Yeah, I think it was like the the main characters, Nick and Tristan, are played by uh, Nick and Tristan. Uh, I am gonna mess up this pronunciation. It's P U E S H E Pusch. Um, they play they play Nick and Tristan Fishstickle, which is a name that my children found hilarious. And <laughs> um, you know, I I wonder if some stage parent somewhere is was trying to create like a new Olsen twins scenario with them. It very much reeks of that. Well, like, because they're in, it, it's, it's, it's crazy to think about it, but like, especially I, you know, <clears throat> I didn't realize, I thought this movie was actually newer than it is, but it makes sense that in about 2010, you like that became a kind of phenomenon in skateboarding, like, like, like skate moms and dads, uh, with the popularity of a, of a young skateboarder named Ryan Schickler, who we, uh, we watched in the movie. Street Dreams. Street Dreams. Uh, yeah, Sheckler was in Street Dreams, and he was the subject of uh, a pretty poorly received reality show called Life of Ryan. And and from there emerged this whole culture of, like, skate park parents who were, like, coaching their kids to become the next skate prodigy. And that, that I would say that the, the, the Nick and Tristan thing kind of, yeah, there was a, a little bit of a stink of that on it. Yeah, the, the plot is essentially they want to go to a skate park called Megadega, but their parents have tickets to the opera and there's a babysitter and the babysitter won't let them go to Megadega. There's a lot of Nick and Tristan screaming Mega Dega at each other. Yes. Um, I found it super entertaining that the parents went to the opera in the afternoon. <laughs> yes. You know, the afternoon operas that they have in, all over Southern California. I, I enjoyed the fact that it, it looked to me as though the film, the locations were about one square city block somewhere in the valley. Like, like they just kept dressing up the same building as different as different locations. And they would like skate through a through an alleyway and then onto a street and then around the building and then back into the alleyway. Like the budget for the movie was about seventy eight dollars. But you saw all of it on camera, Kevin. <laughs> I loved I loved the opera set because it did not look like a theater at all it looked like they were seeing kind of like a black box production lots of mismatched chairs and the curtains are like you know 
sheets from a from a from a from a building 19 yes but this was, this was the parents fancy opera day i found that super fun i thought like um the Lindsay shaw who played aubrey the babysitter like i loved how like she pitched that performance at a 10 and never even approached the nine on, right. the, on her scale of same, same with the mom. The mom was was dialed all the way up. Let's do it. I um I enjoyed the uh I think my favorite performance in the movie was the performance of the guy at the mythical statue store. <laughs> who clearly that's like a character that guy does on in some other stage production somewhere. And he was like, I know what I'll just, I'll just do this guy. And he seemed to really, he really made a, a, a meal out of that performance. And the brooding Steve also made me laugh hysterically. The, the uh, love interest for the babysitter was, uh, he was uh, sparkling on camera. I will say. That. <laughs> and Lindsay Shaw has been in a ton of stuff. She was in Pretty Little Liars. She was on like a Nickelodeon show. She was on a CW sitcom. Like she's yeah. like most of the people in this movie like don't have a lot of other credits, but she's right. she's all over the place. Um, well, there was also Ariel Wintour was 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 in the film, and then the little kid from uh, Role Models was also was also in the film for a short time. I love the presence of the punks who uh, who were. Uh, bullying them into shaving their heads into mohawks and that seemed like a very sort of like little kid understanding of what the punks are up to yes like they have a ska party where they just eat handfuls of cake yes and 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 ska dance around the empty swimming pool that was clearly the same the same skate park as the megadega <laughs> but uh you know I, I especially liked when Nick and Tristan emerged from the sewer where they were, where there was a whole interlude involving claymation cockroaches doing stand-up comedy. Um, and when they emerged from the sewer with that bit, there was a band playing on stage that that looked like Judd Nelson was singing for. Yes, yes, absolutely. I loved, I actually really liked the cockroach. I liked the return, the callback to the cockroach when they help by stretching the dental floss across the street uh, ineffectively to trip all the, to trip all the, their people pursuing them. I love a, a zany chase scene, Kevin, let's face it. You you know, yeah, there was like little bits. It, it, there was moments where there was some Pee Wee's Big Adventure energy happening. And there was some moments where there was uh you know, like a, a little bit of a, uh, like a, I don't know, what's a good example of a movie with like a whack, like, you know, like a, like the, it's a mad, mad, bad world where everybody joins the chase and, and, uh, and, uh, nobody can quite remember why they're chasing these kids for some apparent reason. <laughs> now, if, if you're a person like listening to this show who, uh, has similar taste in movies to Mike and I, as evidenced through like the previous, however many episodes of this we've done. Like, I'm not going to say go out and watch this movie. It's, it's. I think it's streaming on Amazon Prime. If you have that, if you have little kids, they might dig it. I thought it might be fun to, uh, you know, sometimes we have guests on the podcast. I thought I might quiz my daughter as to see what she thought about the film to get more of the demographic. I'd love some Cleo thoughts. I'm here with Cleo. She's my daughter. So, Cleo, what did you think of Nick and Tristan Go Mega Dega? It was really, 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 really good. What was your favorite part? My favorite part was when all the girls chased after them and the boys 
chase after them with the hail clippies to try to stop them hearing the straight thingy that all the boys had. The mohawks? Yes, the mohawks. That was funny. The mohawk haircut. Um, would you recommend this movie to your friends? No. No. Why would you tell <laughs> why would you not recommend it to your friends? Because my friends would never watch it. Oh, but you watched it. Yes. Why did you watch it? Because you made me. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it, listeners. Amazing. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Our website is gleamingthetube.net. We're on Facebook at gleamingthetube, and our email is gleamingpod at gmail.com. Production assistance by Liam Gray. Music by Kissing Contest. Skateboarding is not a crime. That was a brisk episode. I like it. (laughs) 